listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com. You can also anonymously tell us what you think of the show by filling out our survey at survey.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you by the Vintage Radio Club. The Vintage Radio Club is a way for you to help support the I Love Old Time Radio podcast. And as a thank you, we do an extra podcast a week with some longer shows. This past Saturday, CBS Radio Mystery Theater presented The Old Ones Are Hard to Kill. The story of an old lady who rents a room to a sick boarder. She runs into a problem with his strange deathbed confession. If you want to hear more and help support the I Love Old Time Radio podcast, then visit vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Monday's crime does not pay on the shadow. Today's episode originally aired on April 3rd, 1938, and it's called Death from the Deep. exciting adventure will start in just a moment. But first, I have an announcement that should be set screaming across every front page in America. Because it's all about the safest thing on wheels. The new Goodrich Safety Silvertown Tire with the Lifesaver Tread. Imagine, not only does this sensational Silvertown give you the greatest skin protection you have ever known, and Golden Ply Blowout Protection that has already saved thousands of motorists' lives, it gives you both of these life-saving features at no extra cost. The new Goodrich Lifesaver Tread has a truly amazing action on wet, slippery roads. It does to the rain-drenched roads what your windshield wiper does to the windshield. Its spiral bars that never end act like a whole battery of windshield wipers. They sweep the water right and left, force it out through deep drainage grooves, make a dry track for the rubber to grip. Don't let a skid endanger your life. Don't let a blowout throw your car out of control. Short riding on the new Goodrich, spelled G-O-O-D-R-I-C-H, Goodrich, Safety Silvertown. The sooner, the safer. Shadow, Lamont Cranston, a man of wealth, a student of science, and a master of other people's minds, devotes his life to righting wrongs, protecting the innocent, and punishing the guilty. 
using advanced methods that may ultimately become available to all law enforcement agencies, Cranston is known to the underworld as the shadow. Never seen, only heard. As haunting to superstitious minds as a ghost. As inevitable as a guilty conscience. The shadow's true identity is known only to his constant friend and aide, Margot Lane. Today's story, Death from the Deep. Look at the water, Captain. Call me the mill pond. I tell you, I don't like it. Now, now, Mr. McLennan, that's not good talk for a first mate. You sound like a superstitious deck swabber. And the elements feel kindly taught us, let them be. I know, Captain. But five days with the sea as smooth as a skating rink is a bad omen. Well, Mr. McLennan, perhaps we'll have a good score tomorrow to restore your peace of mind. For myself, I'll take any... That sounded like your engine room. That was more than a boiler, Miss Lennon. Hello. Hello down there. I don't answer. Hello. Captain. Captain. We've been... Hello down there. We've been what? Captain Jones. Look, look there. Look at white pat on the water coming toward us. It's a torpedo. I'm not at war. Hold fast, Captain. It's going to hit a midship. But, madam, did you... I'm not failing, I tell you. Why, it'd be suicide. But, Mr. Williams, you can ship your goods with us. Our boat's are safe. No boat is safe. But you'd be insured. Yes, at four times the usual rate. Oh, no. You can cancel my shipment. Gentlemen of the Maritime Commission, we are confronted with a vital problem. In the past three months, there have been exactly 18 ships mysteriously sunk on the high seas. Ships belonging to the United States, Great Britain, Germany, Italy, Japan, in fact, every major power. This series of unexplainable marine disasters has created a panic throughout the nautical world. Passenger reservations are being canceled. Freight shipments are being withdrawn. Crews are deserting the ships. Gentlemen, something has got to be done. Two more coffee, Margot. Yes, please, Lamont. Two more coffees, waiter. Okay. Now, what were you saying, Lamont? Just this. Three months ago, Margot, the first ship disappeared. A few days later, a second ship was sunk. This time, the bullet-ridden bodies of the crew were found dead, afloat in their lifeboats. Horrible. Each succeeding disaster has been increasingly horrible. And now all shipping is at a standstill. The atrocities could not have been brought about by international jealousies because each of the ships sunk has been owned by a company in a different country. But who can be responsible? Not sure. But my deduction is, it's the work of a pirate. A pirate? But Lamont, a pirate in the 20th century? Yes, Margot. And one more callous, more bloodthirsty than any buccaneer who ever sailed the Spanish main. Then why are you being tracked down? Because not a single person has ever survived these thinkings. Therefore, the pirate has never been seen. He must be seen somehow. Not if he has a submarine. A submarine? Yes, Margot. 
But how could an individual be in possession of a submarine without it being known? If a man were rich and clever enough, he could have a submarine built in complete secrecy. There must be some way of finding him out. There is. Before such a craft could be constructed, it has to be designed. There are very few expert designers of submarines in the world. In the brain of one of them, this pirate craft must have been conceived. But Lamont, a pirate submarine sounds fantastic. Even more fantastic, Margot, is the motive of the pirate. He's preyed on every kind of ship from the superliner to the common tramp. He can't be after booty because examination of the sunken hulls has revealed that nothing has been cut. Why, Lamont, why? To find an answer to that question is a task for the shadow. But how would you proceed? I've already made a few secret inquiries at the Navy Department in Washington. They told me one chap who might be worth investigating, Mr. Mr. Joseph Hart, a brilliant designer of naval craft who was dishonorably discharged from his position. Where can he be found? I have learned that he is living all alone in a small house on an oak road. The shadow is going to pay a call on Mr. Joseph Hart. Tonight. Will you pass me that bottle, please, Benson? Certainly. Here you are. Joseph, I'm sorry to see you indulging in liquor. It frequently loosens the tongue. Sometimes makes a man say things that he later regrets. What do you mean? Just this. We share a secret, Joseph. The secret which would be most unwise for either of us to divulge. I haven't said anything. I haven't talked. Not yet. I said it's what you might say. Your nerve is deserting you, Joseph. You must pull yourself together. How can I pull myself together one night after night? I'm tortured by the vision of a procession of hopeless ships sinking. Down, down to the murky depths. All by the faces of floating corpses. Commanded by... Shut up. I was a fool. I designed and built that submarine. service for which you were well paid. Yes, with money soaked in blood. I'm responsible for the havoc and the terror that you're in. Don't say that, you idiot. I'm no madman, do you hear? Why did you come here tonight, Benton? Because, Joseph, I've been wondering of late why I permit you to live. You're becoming increasingly dangerous to my interest. No, no. Unless you can prove to me that our secret is safe and that you will aid me in the future. No, I'll never do that. Well, in that case, I feel that you ought to be my guest on the next cruise of the Marines. I'd never come back. Is that what you mean? Quite true. But before, shall I say, before you leave us in mid-ocean... You'll have an opportunity to see the splendid efficiency with which your creation, the submarine, operates. No. I'd rather you kill me right now and have it over with. And deprive you of witnessing the thrilling spectacle of my accurate marksmanship? To see them leap from the boats and terror like rats? No, no, Joseph, you can't miss me. No. I'd do anything rather than be forced to see that. I thought you would. Maintain that attitude, Joseph. Or it may be necessary for me to request that you pack your yachting clothes. A contingency which we should both deeply regret. Good night. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'll tell you what you can do, Joseph Hart. Who's that? <laughs> There's a way to save you from the evil domination of Barry Vincent. Who are you? I am the voice of one who has come to help you. I am the instrument of your righteous vengeance. I am a shadow. A shadow? With my assistance, you can compensate for some of the wrong that you have done. But how? Tell me the secret that you share with Vincent. Oh, no, no. I can't. You I'm afraid. You to fear if you remain silent. The shadow already knows enough to hang you, Joseph Hart. You haven't got anything on me. I heard every word that passed between you and Vincent in this room. No. Tell me what I want to know and save yourself. Or perhaps, as Vincent so aptly put it, 
you'd prefer to pack your yachting clothes. Nothing can save me. What I've done is done. I can never escape my conscience. Then your conscience must tell you that it's your duty to all that you can do to stop Vinton's outrages. Yes, yes, yeah, you're right. Now tell me the secret. Very well. Until a year ago, I knew Vinton only by his reputation as a millionaire sportsman. He was famous as a deep-sea fisherman and a big-game hunter. He came to me first seeking a design for a racing boat. I built it for him, and we became friends. And because of that friendship, you consented to build a submarine. Yes, but now for the purpose that he later used it. He told me that he wanted for a new thrill, oh, believe me. Go on. Well, the submarine was built in Vinton's private shipyard. How to carry his point. Knowledge of its construction was carefully guarded from the world. It was not until the day the boat was launched that he told me his true intentions. What were those intentions? Vinton is a lunatic, coldly, murderously mad. He'd always been a killer, but he tired of shooting lions and gaffing marlins. Now his warped brain had turned to what he regarded as a new sport. Thinking of ships and the ruthless playing of defenseless men. Now I understand. Why did they keep the submarine? I don't know. Are you telling the truth, Joseph Hart? I've told you everything. Why should I lie now? If I knew where that boat was, I'd blow it to pieces. Myself with it. Myself with it. Wait. Myself. That's the idea. That's how I could fool Barry Benson. Why should I wait to die at his hand? No, no. What are you doing? I'll fool Barry Vincent. Here, put down that gun. No more tortured, sleepless nights. I see no more screaming headlines. Another boat sunk and another and another. Don't, Joseph Hart, don't. Barry Vincent will never take me on that voyage. I'll fool him, I say, fool him. Poor Joseph Hart. You served us both. Now we shall see whom you have served best. Barry Vincent or the Shadow. Ladies and gentlemen, in a moment the Shadow will be back on the air with surprises, suspense, and a thrilling, unexpected climax. But meanwhile, here's something mighty important to bear in mind when you drive a car. Just remember that rainy days make the grass grow greener. They may bring out the best in flowers, but they bring out the worst in roads. Yes, beware. A road that's plenty safe when dry may become a dangerous pit trap when wet. Sending your car skidding, spinning, swerving off the road. Motorists, why take this chance when you can now get a sensational new kind of tire that will stop you quicker, safer than you've ever stopped before? The new Goodrich Face to Silvertown with the Life Saver Tread. Impartial test conducted by the country's largest independent testing laboratory against the regular and premium price tires of America's six largest manufacturers proved that no tire tested, regardless of price, to the new Silvertown in non-skid action. Furthermore, these unbiased tests showed that the new Goodrich Silvertown with Life Saver Tread gave more non-skid mileage than any of the other tires tested in its own price range. Imagine, the new Goodrich Silvertown averaged 19.1% more miles before the tires wore smooth. Which is the same as saying, you'll get every six mile free. Yes, many tires cost more than the new Goodrich Silvertown, 
but no tire at any price can give you the unequal skid protection of the lifesaver tread. The exclusive blowout protection of the golden ply. Keep danger a stranger. Put a set of these life-saving long mileage tires on your car without delay. Perhaps I can 
help you if you wish to get out of here. Who's that talking? Where are you? Don't bother to look for me. You can't see me. What is this? One of Vinton's gags or something? No, I am not speaking for Vincent. I speak for myself. Who are you? Men call me the Shadow. The Shadow? How'd you get in here? The Shadow is everywhere. Well, what do you want? I wish to bargain with you. Well, what kind of a bargain? By this time, you must be aware that you are both at the mercy of a madman. He's right, Charlie. You will never leave this place alive unless Barry Vincent is brought to justice. Yeah. What can we do about it? I will it? promise you your freedom if you will just answer my question. Wait a minute. What do you think, Charlie? Well, we're taking a chance. This may be a trick. It is no trick. You have the shadow's word. Well, what do you what do you want to know? Where is Vincent's submarine? Right below our feet in a secret underground berth. When did it sail again? Tonight, at midnight. What is its destination? Well, I heard Vinton say something to the mate about Kate Francis. Good. Sailing at midnight, Kate Francis. The shadow wishes him good hunting. <laughs> Margot Lane, calling Margot Lane, proceed as instructed, communicate the following information to Coast Guard headquarters, pirate submarine sails at midnight for waters off Cape Francis, impress on Coast Guard the importance of following directions implicitly, if wish to face the madman who is terrorizing the Atlantic. Hundred miles due east of Cape Francis. Are we in the regular shipping lane? Yes, Mr. Vincent. Have we enough visibility to clear observations? Certainly. Just recent, sir. Good. I'll take over the first step now. Very well. A fine day for hunting, Mr. Brown. Hello, what's this? Have you made it something, sir? Take a look. See what you make of it. Smoke. It looks like a shimmer. And then signal the engine room, full speed ahead. Yes, sir. I can see a funnel. Full speed ahead. Ah, this is the life. There's nothing like it. The fighting of fresh quarry of The excitement of the chase, the spine tingling thrill when the torpedo finds its mark. And then the climax. On stick, shooting them down with a machine gun like stirring rats. <laughs> Mr. Brown, stand by the torpedo tubes. We're coming up fast. Yes, sir. Stand by the torpedo tube. Aye, aye, sir. We'll cut across the bow and swing the top. That should give us a perfect chance. Very good, sir. Be prepared to rise to the surface quickly. We make a direct hit with the first torpedo. Very good, sir. Stand by the files. The torpedo. Aye, aye, sir. We're almost within range. Cut the half speed. Half speed ahead. Torpedo tubes, number one and two, loaded, sir. Torpedo tubes, number one and two, are loaded, sir. Look. Look, Brown. It's a fine, big liner. Could be, see, sir. I guess it's the Orpheus. The Orpheus. And remember now, reading of our sailing. Yes, a full passenger list. Several ambassadors are aboard. <laughs> full passenger list. That sounds most promising. <laughs> Number one, two, ready to fire. Number one, two, ready to fire. Now I'll bring a little more to the top. Number one, fire. Number one, fire. Yes, it's heading straight for a No difficulty. Could be a perfect. Closer. Closer. Going to hit. Now! Why? Hail to explode. With a dud. Number two, two, ready to fire. Number two, two, ready to fire. 
Number two, fire. Number two, fire. Uh, we won't fail this time. <laughs> yes, you will, Mr. Vincent. You've just fired another dud. Who dared say that? I did. Who are you? Come out here where I can see you. You will never see me. I am the shadow. Shadowing? I've heard of you. The torpedo hit, but it failed to explode again. Reload the torpedo tube. Yes. That would be a waste of time, Vincent. I've seen to it that all of the torpedoes are done. You'll regret this, Mr. Shadow. <laughs> this is the one time that you've matched wits with a mind cleverer than your own. Blow out the ballast tanks for a quick rise to the surface. Yes, I'll blow you. I'll sink that boat with my deck on Benton, you're a madman. Madman, am I? <laughs> Very well, I'll show you the full extent of my madness. Check the voice, sir. Open the conning tower hatch. Deck crew, stand by to man the guns. <laughs> you coming up on deck, Shadow, to witness the kill? I am already on deck, Benton. Devil plague you. How did you get up here? Show yourself. That is unnecessary, but never fear. I'll stay near you. The guns are jammed, sir. Jammed? Why, that's impossible. I neglected to tell you, Benton, that I rendered your guns useless. Oh, so you think that you've outwitted me, Shadow. But you're wrong. Single the engine room full speed ahead. Aye, aye, sir. Steer directly for that vessel's tide. What are you doing now, Vincent? The prow of this submarine is equipped with a ramming device. With it, we can sink any vessel afloat without injury to us. <laughs> you didn't foresee that, did you, Shadow? In a few moments, we will rip open the hull of that liner and send it to the bottom as effectively as with any torpedo. <laughs> So you don't believe me? Oh, yes, I believe you. But that liner is completely deserted. It was set adrift there by the Coast Guard. It's a veritable floating mine with enough explosives aboard to blow you to kingdom come. You're lying! You'll know soon enough. You haven't far to go. Reverse engines! Reverse engines! We'll be stopping time. We're getting closer. Now. No, oh, no, we're stopping. We're stopping. We're not going to hit. Uh, <laughs> you see, Shadow, I've outwitted you after all. No, Benton. Maneuvered your submarine alongside the ship just as I planned. All right, up there. Here's your man. Put your hands! Put your hands, all of you! It's a trap! Oh, no. It's a trap! Yes, a trap, Barry Vincent. And this ends your reign of piracy and ruthless murder. Very smart, aren't you, Shadow? But not as smart as you think you are. Stop him! He's going inside the submarine! He's closing the hurricane! Yes. Yes, they all think they're so clever. But no one can outsmart Barry Vincent. I'll go to the engine room. I'll maneuver the guys. <laughs> They'll never get me. I'm master below here. Now, now, get the valve. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'd love to hear what the shadow is saying up there now. He's probably saying it's no use trying to maneuver that dive, Barry Vincent. You, you, how did you get here, Shadow? Why? I nearly followed you. Show yourself, show yourself, Shadow, and I'll shoot you down in your tracks. Here I am over here in this corner. Come ahead and shoot, Mr. Vincent. Well, Shadow? Well? You just missed me. Why, you... Deplorable, Mr. Benton. Who are you? 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 Who are you?
you. That does not matter. Why don't you tell them who you are, you glory seeker? I seek no glory. My reward is that ships and men can once more safely sail the seas. The shadow's work is done. been listening to a dramatized version of one of the many copyrighted stories which appear in the Shadow Magazine. <laughs> the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The Shadow knows. <laughs> all the characters and all the persons named are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. So a problem I have with this episode is Barry Vincent climbs back into the sub at the end and the shadow is there. He asks, how'd you get down here? And the shadow replies, well, I followed you. Assuming this is built like traditional subs we've seen with the hatch at the top and the ladder descending, I would think it's impossible for the shadow to follow Vincent down with him closing the hatch and not bumping into the shadow. Also, when Vincent says, why don't you tell them who you are, you glory seeker? The shadow replies, I seek no glory, and then finishes it off with the shadow's work is done. That's the best way I found out to avoid glory, by telling everybody who you are. And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, and on Spotify. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a comment as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club. Tomorrow we'll play a new episode of My Friend Irma and join us back next Monday for more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off. (laughs) 